Hey guys, I'm Jackie. She's Kelsey, and we're movie critics. JK! And we just watched Respect! R E S P C T. Find out what it means to me. Okay, I don't know about you, but like I actually heard the song on the radio like the day after I finished the movie and I jammed out hardcore to it, like more than I have in like ever because I was just like, get it, Aretha. (laughs) It is a total jam. I mean, everyone knows that song. Total jam. Yes. And it is, it's like, I don't know what to compare it to, but it's like a song that everyone knows and it is so good. And I I think I knew that it was not her original song. Was it Otis Redding? I think had the original. It's a little different, but then she put her Aretha spin on it. But yeah, so, okay. When I sat down to watch the movie, I was a little bit like, ew, two hours and 24 minutes. I was like, this is a big commitment. Okay, so uh, I'll just start it. But honestly, like I was pretty dialed in like from the very beginning. Towards the end, I got a little bit like, are we almost done here? Like, but I was enjoying it, but it it did seem like a little bit long, but her life was very sad at times and very interesting and very like all kinds of different, there's all kinds of different aspects that they had to include, um, like, being a black woman, you know, in the sixties, trying to go out and do stuff and women are marginalized in general, but like even more so black women are, you know, um, especially in the sixties when like Mm -hmm. freaking things are still segregated and stuff. So, ew. Um, but like it, it starts like at her childhood. Right. And Ooh, there were a couple times like there's some really sad stuff where I was like oh cringy face like <laughs> yeah it was really sad yeah it was like huge bummer and but like like the whole movie is about really her like overcoming all the adversity and like really just being a diva amazing woman like I was like get it girl the whole time I was like yes you tell those stupid white boys to keep their mouth shut and you do what you want to do and because she's so talented you know they did which you know they should have respected her in the first place but they respected her even more because she was so amazing r-e-s-p-c-t I know what it means to me yeah it was it was so good I like okay so what did you think what did you think of the movie um, well, I'll read the synopsis real quick, but oh, it's- Oh, sorry, I forgot oh, the synopsis. That's okay. I mean, it's kind of odd what it's about, but yeah. following the rise of Aretha Franklin's career, child singing in her father's church choir to her international superstardom, it's the remarkable true story of the music icon's journey to find her voice, oh, which I thought was good. Yes, yeah, so good. And that's so true because she's got to find her voice because they were saying she's- in real life even when she was older and a super huge star like she's kind of shy like she was quiet and she wasn't like you know all you know lady gaga all up in everybody's face which don't get me wrong i love lady gaga nothing wrong with that but like she was shy except for when she was on stage like she lit up and the thing i think that is so good is like when people grow up singing in church because then they're not 
afraid to like sing in front of a crowd because like me doing anything in front of a crowd by myself like scares me to death and I would probably pee my pants but like when you grow up doing it it's just like no big deal and so like at the very beginning her dad's a preacher like a very and I don't remember if it was Baptist whatever it doesn't matter but like her dad was like really good friends with um Martin Luther King Jr. and like with all these famous people like uh Sam Cooke was one and um other singers from the time that I was like wow she was like connected were you surprised by that uh yeah I kind of was and I like I mean one of my favorite artists from back in the day is Sam Cooke and like he was in it for a second or you know and so I mean I thought all of that part was interesting Um, it was I think that I didn't never really thought about it but like I think she was raised in Detroit and I think that's where a lot of those people originated from is the Detroit area and they're the ones who like started like the Motown vibe whatever producer it was that like you know got them going so they're all like so super talented and so like it starts off with where she's a kid and like her dad has these huge parties um and all these people come I mean and like everyone gay people straight people you know white people mostly black people but you know like they're just having these huge parties and it was kind of weird because like he's a preacher um it was just kind of shocking but at the same time I mean like you know whatever (laughs) um (laughs) But like the people at the parties would be like, go wake up Aretha so she can come down and sing for us. Like he would go wake her up in the middle of the night so she could go sing for the whole party. So it was like, she she was just like a star for her voice ever since she was a little kid. Um, and, you know, there's some stuff with her mom. There's some stuff with her sisters. Um, they do kind of get into her dad a little bit, but okay. I was looking up Jackie Facties and the main thing that I wanted to say that's like one of my favorite websites after I watch a movie that's based on a true story. It is a website called historyversushollywood.com and it like has two columns next to each other and it's like this is what the real person looked like. This is what the actor looks like in the movie. This is what you know this and then it'll say like is it true that da 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 that this is something that happened in the movie and then it'll say like actually it was a little bit different but it's kind of the truth so like I went um and it seemed that like most of the stuff in the movie was pretty accurate um interesting I think, okay yeah I think that Aretha like she supposedly handpicked Jennifer Hudson to play her and Jennifer I mean, Hudson yeah who else could have done it really nobody like, and I, Jennifer she's amazing in this like really really good that was the main thing that made me want to watch it is because I knew it was gonna I mean just like how she belted in dream girls like and I was obsessed with all those songs like she just sings so good I mean she does and I didn't remember this but like I guess she met Aretha back when she was like right after she was on American Idol because she like tried out with an Aretha song like Aretha was a big huge part of her life yeah and so like then they met and she said or like it says online that like they were friends like up until Aretha died like they they weren't like you know BFFs been holidays together but like they were friends and spoke to each other all the time and stuff so so Aretha picked Jennifer to play her she's amazing not only the acting but also the singing 
the singing that they did and I'm pretty sure I was reading that all of the singing was like they were singing it there there wasn't any like you know recordings that they laid on top of it to make it sound better it was like everybody that was in the movie that was singing was all really talented because the lady that plays the mom is like a huge Broadway star where she's oh. like amazing. And then Titus Burgess is in it and he's like really talented too. He can really sing. Um, and then all this, the people that play her sisters who are in her backup singers and like, like when she gets famous, they're both like, you know, theater people. Like everyone was real actual singers. They were actually singing. So like, I really liked that it was like they were really singing for you it wasn't just like you know this perfect track that they laid over the scene to make it sound perfect you know what I mean yeah totally I like that too yeah I liked it but um there's some stuff that's like really sad you know one of her boyfriends or husbands is like abusive and there's like some stuff that happens in her childhood and you know then you know, she kind of goes through some phases where she hasn't really dealt with all that stuff. And then she's having like some, some alcohol issues and stuff. So there's definitely some parts where it's like, oh, this is sad. But the bottom line is, and at the end is like, she found her voice, she stood up to everyone and did it the way she wanted to do it. And really found her way, like she really um, found her faith through it all like because it also has like a big faith element because that was a big part of her life growing up in church her dad's a preacher um and I didn't know um the end of the movie is kind of when she's recording this huge gospel album that she recorded live in a church and I didn't know it said on there that that like all the people all of her producers and stuff didn't want to make it they were like it's not going to sell nobody's going to buy it but it was her best-selling album of all time and I was like wow I kind of want to get the album <laughs> yeah I mean just hearing her sing is good you know because she's oh, so amazed and she yeah so it was good and I was honestly and I think this all the time black churches look so fun I want to go to one so bad but I'm like would it be weird? I don't know Ooh. if it would be weird I don't think you think it would and I like I feel cool. like if I if I knew somebody that went to one regularly that I could go with them I would That's feel true. much more comfortable but and not that you know not that I feel like they wouldn't let me in or anything I just don't want to like I don't know step on any toes but doesn't it look so fun I'm like they are praising they are having a party they are you know just hooting and hollering I'm like and singing so beautifully and just praising I'm like oh that looks so much fun yeah um so that's on my bucket list. I want to do that someday. I'm going to need to go. I don't, it seems like, you know, those, those like black churches that you see in the movies, it's like, I'm sure it's not exactly like that in real life, but maybe a little bit. And I don't know. It just, I don't even know where I would find one, but I don't know. I just have to you know what I mean? It wouldn't be hard at all. And there was one that used to come to our church when I was growing up. Yeah, like I remember that. So, yeah, and it was so much fun. They like seriously yeah. would sing and just jam out and dance. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, they so. like they like met up in the youth room because they were like putting their church together, and so they would come, and they were so good. Like they're just so like 
happy and they're just it's not just like stand up there and stand still and sing the notes perfectly like they're just like praising God with their voices and having so much fun I just am like I want to get in on this like and then I would be like you know in Forrest Gump when he goes to the black church and he's singing in the choir yes (laughs) what it reminded me of um when he's he's praying for shrimp right but anyway um yeah I I actually liked the movie a lot more than I thought I would I did kind of like I was like I want to watch it but I'm not like dying to watch it but once I did start it um I thought it was really good very interesting her life was very interesting and it made me want to just download the albums and sing respect in the car at the top of my lungs like get it girl what about you what did you think did you say it kind of dragged on in some part it dragged on for me I mean I anytime I see that a movie's over two hours now I'm like oh my gosh like yeah a good Mm -hmm. hour 45 I'm okay with hour 50 but if I see it over and this was like two and a half hours you know so I just went into it with that like oh god this is gonna take me forever um honestly like I kind of did too because I saw 224 and I was like oh okay I definitely wish it was shorter but it was really good I mean I I did enjoy it and I love the saying in yeah and Jennifer Hudson's great so all of that I did really like um, yeah she so was all in all I liked it but gosh just make the movie shorter I feel like it could have been shorter I know but the thing is like especially with the biopic like that it's like what could they have cut out you know I mean like, that's true and, that's true. and I'm sure that it's you know I think that they try to make them as short as they can but it's like if you're gonna do it do it right you know show everything which, which well I, I feel like that's just becoming the norm for movies now it's just yeah. like most of them are longer unless they're like a scary movie well and exactly and honestly like watching it from home I'm kind of because I went into it like okay it's two hours and 24 minutes if it's dragging on and like I want to do something else I can pause it and come back to it you know yeah. like I don't I don't like to do that with movies because I don't like to get taken out of the moment but like if something comes up or you know whatever I can just watching it at home which I do like you know well, and I totally say that yet I'll sit here and binge like five episodes of a show that ends up being like three and a half hours <laughs> oh totally me too um, totally I know there was one night where I was like I had already watched Bridgerton and I was like you know what I think I'm gonna start it again and just watch it and I don't know when I started it but I'm pretty sure I watched the entire thing in one night like you know I sat down and you know like four o'clock and started the first episode and at 2 a.m I had finished it you know and I had eaten dinner and done a bunch of stuff in between but I watched the whole thing in one sitting. <laughs> yeah yikes but so because that's what that's one thing that drives me nuts at the movies I do not get up and go to the bathroom at the movies unless I'm like about to die I'm like no I can hold it because I don't want to miss anything and I'm like if I'm here I'm going to see the whole thing I don't want to miss anything I don't want to get taken out of the moment like it's just so you know watching it from home is another one of those nice things where you can really control the environment that's true (laughs) that's true you can pause it and go pee Yes, which I do like, but um, yeah, anyway, I would say like, it's a really good movie. It is mm-hmm. kind of long, but it'll really make you appreciate Aretha. I Definitely. Mean, 
I like biopics for that reason. Yeah, I mean, she's like, I would, she's the goat, you know, when it comes to like that genre for sure, right? Oh yeah. I mean, like Diana Ross maybe, or like, you know, there's other ones that are like maybes, but she's, she's amazing. And I just really, I was really encouraged by the fact that like, not only was she a woman, but she was a black woman who took on a lot of things and was like, no, I want to do it this way. And they did it, you know, like she, she didn't just like back down to the man um, who were trying to tell her, well, this is what sells and this is what does that. And this is what, you know, and she's just like, well, I want to do it my way. Mm -hmm. She did. Girl power. Yeah. Girl power. So what have you been watching? Well, let's see. I've still been watching American Horror Story, which I'm really into. Oh, um, the one, what, what is it about again? The, um, where they take these pills that basically make them want to eat people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really giving away much detail about it, but yeah, that's kind of what happens. The pills yeah. seem like they're cocaine on steroids. I mean, just like oh. they make you focus and write really well and, oh, wow. Okay. Or something like that. And, um, and so they take them, but then it like it makes them crave human blood. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it's crazy. Of course, it's American yeah. Horror Story. Um, okay. But I watched Clickbait. I finished it. Oh, did you like it? I liked it. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. The first few episodes, I was kind of struggling to get into, but it was holding me just enough. Yeah. Um, and then I really started to get into it by like episode four. And I think there's seven or so. Oh, and I was like, oh gosh, okay, who is it? What's going to happen? Oh gosh, did he do it? You know, so. Yeah. I know I need to give it a shot. Is it scary? No, it's not scary. Because I don't know why I've kind of got the feeling from like the little trailer I saw that it was like kind of scary. And I don't know, it just didn't like grab me in the little trailer. And I was like, eh, you know. <laughs> It's not scary at all. Well, okay. I'll see. I might watch the trailer again and see if I get into it. Because I know people have been watching it and enjoying it. I would put some things over that. But, like, I did really like it. Like, it got to a point where I wanted to keep watching. Um, I am also watching What We Do in the Shadows. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. But I've heard that it's good. It's like documentary style, kind of like The Office, and they're doing it on this vampire family, and it is so funny, Jackie. Is it? Oh, that sounds funny. Like, I always, I knew that it was popular, but I was always like, I don't really know what it's about, but I've never actually, like, tried to find out what it's about, but that sounds funny if it's, like, The Office. (laughs) Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I think you'd like it. I need to, where do you watch it on? Uh, Hulu. Oh, okay. Um, and then lastly, I am obsessed with the White Lotus. Oh, okay. What is that about? Because I've also seen that on HBO, but I have no idea what it's about. So it's, um, I thought it was going to be more comedy than it is. It's definitely like dramedy, but like, it's not like super laugh out loud funny or anything. Um, but it's like about all like these three families, One's like a family with like a parents, parents and two kids. One's a couple that's on their honeymoon. And then Jennifer Coolidge is like by herself. Yeah. Um, and they like travel on this same boat to go to this hotel in Hawaii called the White Lotus. And so it basically follows their journey while they're on this vacation. But like 
at the beginning, you know that a murder happens, be, or murder necessarily, but you know that there's a body involved. Oh, and, okay. But then it says one week earlier, and then it's taking you through the week of that. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Have you finished it, or are you still in the middle? I haven't finished it. I am on like episode six, and there's only seven out right now. I think it's weekly. So I think, I think the finale has, has happened though. Oh, cool. Then I'm almost done. I have like one and a half episodes left. I'm pretty sure that the finale, cause I remember people were talking about it, like when the finale aired, um, but maybe not. I'm like, I'm like 85% sure on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not positive either, but I mean, I really don't want to have to wait, wait week to week. Cause I've been watching it like crazy, but it's, oh Yeah. It's really well, and, uh, week to week. I mean, that is like, no, that means I'm going to wait until all the episodes are there. Cause I don't want to watch week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, big brother, that's the last one. Of course. Yeah. And we were talking about that a little bit. I've been watching big brother. They're getting towards the end of this season. So it's getting pretty exciting. Um, and it's been kind of a landmark season with the cookout stuff, which I know if you guys don't watch big brother, you don't know what we're talking about, but Basically, the last six people in the house are all people of color, which is what they were trying to do because there's never been a black person that won Big Brother, which honestly surprises me. Like yeah. 25 seasons, that's a lot. So um, like, that's really cool. And even the people that are like finding it out when they get out of the house, they're like, I mean, I'm a little upset because I got played, but like, that's pretty dope. You know? <laughs> so yeah. Um, and it's getting really good because now it's down to them and they're having to vote, e- not vote each other off, but like, you know, send people home that have been in their alliance this whole time. So it's getting pretty good. Um, I also watched um, the first episode of that impeachment show with about Monica Lewinsky. Oh, I forgot that, about it, that. It's called Impeachment American Crime Story. I watched... The second episode, I think, came out a couple of days ago. I haven't watched it yet. And this is, again, here we go with the week-to-week show. So I might wait a little while so I can binge a few. But the first episode was so interesting. I was like, so I was in high school when all of that went down. So I definitely knew about it. And I knew that, like, you know, Clinton, the president, had lied and stuff. But I was like, whatever, I'm in high school, I don't care. Um, But so, like watching it they really go back to the very beginning and and it shows you like how the people involved really what it showed me is that like nothing has changed all the stupid stuff that the politicians do these days they did the same things back then and it was like anything that they could latch on to they would ride or die that until the very end so it was like they knew that you know clinton had some you know questionable things in his past like women he had you know assaulted or harassed and ew that's gross um but then this Monica Lewinsky stuff it was so interesting like how she it goes to the very beginning because Linda Tripp is one of the major characters like a major player in that and I was always like who is she why is she involved but so watching the first episode you figure it out they worked at the FBI they worked at the Pentagon together Linda and Monica did and they became friends and then Monica starts telling her like oh I have the secret boyfriend 
because they send Monica to work at the Pentagon like while Clinton's running for re-election because they don't want anything to like um you know get in the way or any drama with that to come up so they send her away so then she's like well I have this secret boyfriend who I can't see and then she like tells her all the stuff and she and Linda Tripp was more like in with the Republicans so she was like oh oh guys I'm getting all this information from this 25 year old girl you know and I don't know I just felt like it was like oh I get it now that it's just like what is that on it's on fx okay and it's really good beanie yeah you can I watched on hulu beanie I'm sorry is that what you meant where did you watch it on not what channel is it on it's on hulu (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry really beanie is really good as monica um and um sarah paulson plays linda tripp but doesn't even look like her because she's got all this makeup on but she's amazing i love her and people were kind of hating on her a little bit because i guess linda tripp is kind of more of a plus size woman and sarah paulson is not so like she wore like a fat suit and people are like why don't you just hire a plus size actor you know like how they're doing that with everything like instead of instead of putting like hiring on, a gay person like exactly or hiring or if it's a person in a movie about autism like why don't you hire an actual autistic person that kind of stuff and sarah paulson had a really nice um she tweeted or something about it where she was like look i get it and it's a conversation that like needs to be had and hollywood is having it um you know and it's like you know i don't know what people people are just mad at her because she did it but it's not like it's only her issue it's hollywood in general totally um but anyway so it was it was really good it's really interesting and it's really cool because it's like this happened in our lifetime kelsey not even that long ago and the bottom line is american politics is basically just a huge dumpster fire all the time forever and always it just is and it's like these two bickering little boys that are just like just you know barking at each other all day long you did this you did this you did this oh yeah so it's just like it never ends and this was like one of this was one of the big big ones you know from the 90s so uh, it was it was interesting and even if you're not into politics, I would say it's interesting and it's made really well to where you really, you get a good picture of it. I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah, I, I recommend. And then um, like I saw it on, uh, I saw this on HBO Max and I was like, oh, I haven't seen those. I just want to watch something. So I watched the Hangover movies. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, so I had seen the first and second one, but I'd never seen the third one. And so like on three separate nights, I watched the first one then I watched the second one um and it's like they get less good as you go on you know they're not as funny but I was like really like I am really just watching like the third one at this point to admire how beautiful Bradley Cooper is because wow homeboy is beautiful and I'm just like wow he's so hot And he's such a douche in those movies. He's such a douche canoe. But like, I was like, oh, he's so pretty. So, you know, I enjoyed it for that. And, you know, they're they're funny. You know, the first one is the most funny. 
And I'm telling you what, Kelsey, nothing gets stuck in my head more than that song that Ed Helms sings, Andy from the office that he sings in the hangover. Mm-hmm. I get that song stuck in my what head so easily. Tigers dream of that one. Yes. And tags. we're gonna find our best friend hug and then we're gonna give him a best friend hug. Like I was that. <laughs> that is such a huge earworm for me. And then yeah, all day I'm like, Doug, Dougie, Dougie, Doug, Doug. <laughs> anyway, have I talked to you about afterlife? Have I told you about that? The one with uh, it's Ricky Gervais and it's on Netflix. Uh, yes, you have. Have I talked about it? Wife dies and yeah, you, yeah, his <laughs> wife dies and stuff. I've also been watching a little bit of that, which is good. It's also kind of sad, but it's also like really funny in some parts. And then, of course, the challenge. I've been catching up on that, and it is cray as usual. Actually, some people have gotten hurt this season. Like more than one person gets hurt and has to go home. So, and like vets, like people that you know, not like rookies. So, um, and it's funny because Kelsey on the last episode I watched, like, or the second to last, Josh from Big Brother has a major Josh meltdown. Yay. <laughs> okay. I've been meaning to start that for a while. He's so nuts. It's like he cannot keep his emotions in check and he just loses it. And you know how much, I mean, Fessy is so annoying. And honestly, the argument is between Fessy and Josh. And those are two Ooh, big other good. people. He, I mean, yeah. he showed his true colors at the end of last season. He was so annoying. No, he so did. And so, I mean, I think, I feel like I can just, should I just go ahead and tell you this little bit? So yeah. like they have a big brother alliance with Josh, Fessy, Casey, and then oh, Amber who won last season, right? Mm-hmm. So Amber comes on, but Fessy doesn't like her. So like he wins the next challenge. She replaced somebody that had to leave or something. So she wasn't there at the beginning. Then Fessy wins the next challenge and immediately he puts her up for elimination. He's like, I don't trust her. And Josh is like, uh, what about all these rookies that we like don't even know? Why would you go for somebody that would maybe have your back? And yeah. it, was, it was so right. I'm like, Fessy, you're so stupid. <laughs> I'm actually on Josh's side with that one. No, totally. Me too. Be, and it's like, I don't like Fessy at all. Like, I just don't. And Josh can be super annoying, but like, I like him because he doesn't like fake it. He just is who he is. And he's just like, oh, yeah. look, like, I'm not going to act like, you know, <laughs> his emotions like are not hidden whatsoever. No, exactly. And he just, oh man, does he lose it sometimes big time. Um, and, but actually, and him and Devin are friends. They've like made nice. So they're kind of like, I don't know if I would say working together, but they like are trying to, because they're like, look, if we work together, we can make it really far. And I was going to ask you, because on this season two, if they win an elimination, they get to pick their new partner. So if you got to pick a guy partner out of all the guys and you were on the show, who would you pick? CT. <laughs> I would pick CT too, mostly because I have a huge crush on him, but I would also want to pick Devin because I'm like, Devin is so smart and he's like, he's so good. He, he gets in his own way sometimes, but I'm like, Devin, we could kill this. But um, there was on the last episode, they had to do something where it was like, they had to do all this hard stuff, physical stuff. And then they had to solve a math problem. It was like an eighth grade math problem where it was like, this plus this times this divided by this and (laughs) 
And Devin is so funny. He's just like, look, we all know that half the cast can't, can't even divide by two. Okay, we know that. But I'm just wondering, like, how are you even still alive at this point if you can't divide by two? Like, <laughs> what's eight times nine? That was my favorite. That was the best. What's eight times nine? That was the best Devin moment ever. But anyways, if you can't tell, the challenge is really um you know interesting this year it's super like oh my gosh what's gonna happen who's gonna have a blow up next so I recommend y'all <laughs> I will be watching yes okay so I have a few things for pop culture like not really because the Met Gala and the VMAs were back to back VMAs like on Sunday Met Gala on Monday and not gonna lie one of my bucket list dream goals would be to get to go to the Met Gala and see all of the uh, celebrities in their fabulous fashion. I'm not going to hold my breath, but you know, like, so it was a lot of weird stuff. Like, did you see how like Kim Kardashian like came in with like her face and head totally covered to where like, you couldn't even see that it was her. And I was like, I mean, what else is she going to do at this point? I just like, I don't get the Kardashians and especially Kim I'm like okay just be over there and nobody knows it's you so you're just over there in the corner by yourself but then Justin Bieber did the same thing he wore some he was performing and he like wore like a ski mask or something over his head I'm just like yeah, what is this and then, ew, the one thing that I did not like at the VMAs, everybody was talking about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox walking the red carpet and she was wearing this dress that was like basically see-through. Yeah. So they were asking her like, oh, like what made you decide to wear this dress? And she was like, oh, well, he wanted me to wear it and you know, whatever daddy wants. I was like, puke, I hate it when people oh. say <laughs> I hate it when people refer to their boyfriend, husband, whatever, as daddy. I just, yeah, I, agree. I cannot, I cannot, even with that. I'm just like, gross. Puke, barf. But then the other thing that's been going on is it was the 20th anniversary of 9-11, which is not really pop culture, but it's a huge thing. And there was a lot of documentaries and podcasts and all kinds of stuff. And I didn't really watched that much of it did you watch anything no I didn't I was working that whole weekend Kelsey's been really busy but I was like look look I had time to watch all those things but I was just like I'm don't want to watch it normally I would I think with like the last year and a half and just everything that we've gone through where it's just life is weird and I was like I don't want to relive 9-11 right now like that's just not in the mood I'm in mm -hmm. and the podcast too. I did listen to a couple podcasts, um, not very long ones, just talking about like one of the ones I listened to as a former FBI agent on there. So he was like, when it happened, I got in the car and drove to 9-11 and drove to the site and like got suited up and went and was helping to dig people out. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so tragic. Oh. And then, and then he ended up getting cancer later because of all the stuff he was breathing in. He's now recovered from it. I mean, it's just awful. Um, and then also there's been, I don't think this anniversary was recently, but like, there's been a lot of podcasts. There's been like a pretty popular one called chasing Columbine. I think about the Columbine shooting and I'm just like, that's interesting, but 
I can't listen to any more of that today. Like, it's just, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets, it gets really deep and some, it just depends on, you know, where I think where I'm at, like mentally and emotionally and stuff where I'm like, I just can't, I don't want to listen to that today. For sure. Um, but it is really interesting. Um, one of the girls was t- like, it, this is the girl who's doing the podcast was a Columbine student. She was a senior that year and she was on the basketball team of like the coach that died and stuff. I don't know if you're very familiar with it, but there was one teacher that died. Uh-huh. It was like the basketball, the girls basketball quote coach. And um, like, she was telling the story of like, you know, her coach was like girls run. And so they got, you know, they left the school and ran and she was like, and we just like ran down the street to this like guy's house. And he just like let us in. And for us to just sit in there and be like, I don't know what's going on at my school, just to be in some random stranger's house but I'm safer here than anywhere else. You know, like it was interesting. Yeah, that's true. That That's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. And I'm like, you know, that also happened when I was in high school. I was actually a senior at the time too. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but then the only other thing I have is some batch nash, um, which we've got, we had one, okay, first of all, only one episode of Bachelor in Paradise this week. I was like, hello, somebody <laughs> forgot to call and ask me if I was okay with Monday Night Football being on. Uh, yeah, I've been really <laughs> enjoying the back-to-back episodes too, because I am super into this season. I like I it a lot. Yeah, it's good. And okay, I turned, it's like, okay, it's Monday night, I'm at home, seven o'clock, ABC. It's ABC time. And then I'm like, oh, this must be like a, a commercial for, for like the NFL or like the sports or whatever. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is like a really long commercial. And I was like, oh no, there's not an episode tonight. <laughs> it's so tragic to find out that way. I'm sorry you had to go through that. It was, it was really traumatic. I was like texting you and going, uh, what the what? Because, and usually when there's something like that going on too I've heard about it beforehand I had heard nothing so whatever I was a little bummed but so then there was a Tuesday night episode what did you think what have you been thinking of this season I mean I really like this season I think that Brendan and Piper are idiots um they could have like honestly I've fully understand that everyone goes down there for followers you know yeah. everyone's think you know yeah maybe you'll fall in love and get lucky but like really that's not why you're going down there right but like be smart about it geez and yes. it was just so funny seeing Brendan like and Piper on their date and Piper's like but she's basically like but wait I thought you were my boyfriend and he's like Piper uh remember we're supposed to come down here and act like we're not together you know like <laughs> he, that was basically the conversation that and she's like Oh, oh, I get it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Well, and what really makes me so uncomfortable about it is when they just openly talk about it there in paradise. When they're when she was like mad that they all came, that all the people came up and tried to talk to them about it. And she was like, I have a marketing degree. I'm pretty sure if I wanted more followers, I could just do that. I was like, don't sit and talk about that like while you're on the beach. No, yeah, she's. I don't know. She drives me nuts, but 
um them aside i love joe and serena i think riley and marissa are cute too i do too although that scene with them and the whipped cream was kind of funny okay this is what i wrote down i was like this entire episode was of things i could have done without like honestly because i was like i don't want to watch anyone lip lick whipped cream off of anything ever especially somebody's toe yeah, I was on the phone with my mom as that was happening, and I was literally like, oh my gosh, uh, on Bachelor in Paradise, uh, she's sucking his toe. <laughs> I was like, it's, I mean, it's fine, whatever they want to do, like, as a couple, but I don't need to see it. And then they were like, have whipped cream in their mouths, and then they go in for a kiss, and it's just like whipped cream leaking out the sides. I was like, I might barf. This is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> then then it got even worse then tia's talking about her vagina dancing I oh was like, stop yeah vagina stop saying it tia like what is she well and saying vagina dancing is just like oh god like what i mean it was just a lot and i was like she stood there and kept saying it like 10 times so vagina dancing vagina dancing and then like the whole episode i was just like ew then like joe and all those girls go walk up to piper and brendan and they're like we're gonna talk about this guys the memes of that were really funny (laughs) they were and how i actually you know i don't think that what brendan and piper did is cool because like you said they do go there essentially for followers and for more clout but hopefully you get lucky and fall in love and like the one rule is you don't sit there and talk about it when you're on camera and they can replay it you know well, like, that and I mean they really were like in a well at least it seems like obviously we don't know for sure but it seems like they were like in like with each other even worse he totally used Natasha to just get a rose each time totally. that's the worst part of it he's way more at fault here than Piper I, I agree. And the thing is, though, because remember before Piper got there um, and Natasha was always talking about how like everything I'm trying, he's just not like she was pushing him. And mm-hmm. I think he pumped the brakes as long as he could. Mm-hmm. And then like, remember when she gave him a massage or whatever, and then he kissed her like he definitely wasn't like all in hanging out on the beach, making out every day until Piper got there, which is like what that other guy did to Jacinia, which was not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I feel like he handled it as best as he could, but still like, don't do that. It's just not, it's just not a good look. And no, it's I like think when Thomas went on, with the way that he says things. Yeah, he is. And Thomas, it was like when Thomas was on Katie season and he, and he was like talking to people about maybe being the bachelor. It's like, you don't talk about it. You can think it all you want. And probably all of them think it a little bit like, you never know, I could become the bachelor, but don't say it. Well, if you've ever seen a season, you would know that that would be setting yourself up for the villain edit. Like, exactly. And just just right. Just setting yourself up for failure with all of the guys, they're going to hate you because they're going to be like, you know, um, and then like, I'm a little weird, like another weird thing was like Thomas and 
Becca, who, hello, we are still trying to protect at all costs. I mean, Thomas is not good enough for Becca. And for like her to go to Tammy and be like, is it okay if I go out with him? And then Tammy's like, yeah, sure. Kiss him, do whatever, see if you have a connection. And then they have a connection. And then she's bawling on the beach on her birthday. I was like, this is just a lot. Like, (laughs) it was a lot. And I just love Becca so much that it's starting to make me like Thomas more because I love her so much, which, you know, I mean, I think that Thomas is like, it's, he's like good on paper. It's like, obviously he's attractive and he knows how to say the right things. Mm -hmm. But then like, as soon as she gets a little deeper, I think she's going to realize this dude is not okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we know this is supposed spoilers about them anyways. And so I would say that makes sense to me, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't it kind of to you? Yeah, but I will say, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, but like, you know, Bachelor Nation is good and very sneaky and at figuring things out. And they both posted a story that had like the same stuff in the background recently. Oh. Like, I think they've been hanging out. I'm just saying. Oh, well, okay. I mean, maybe and honestly, like, like, like my guess would be, I don't think they would like leave engaged or anything. Yeah, I don't think so either. And maybe he's not that bad. I mean, I think that Part of the thing is like you go on TV and I know that I would be like this where I would be like, I have to be this perfect version of myself that I don't know how to be. So like everything I say is wrong. Like I would, I would totally be like that where it's like the words I'm saying are not what I'm intending to say. And I'm sounding really stupid. Like that's what, so maybe we should give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know, but he's, you know, like they were saying he wants Becca because she's a former bachelorette and that's, the best and he wants the clout and I don't know um but anyway I back to Piper and Brandon you know the whole thing when Joe is coming up with the girls and like I was okay a little bit with them confronting but it is I did kind of like it how Brendan was like look I know you guys wrote the rules of paradise and you guys know everything and I was like I mean that is kind of true Um, and I thought that Brendan actually handled it pretty well. He was like, look, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I've explained myself. I don't need to explain myself to you guys anymore Mm -hmm. to where he just was kind of like, I'm not doing this. And then Demi still Demi. I'm just like, I just can't stand her Kelsey. Like she's just such a mean girl. And I didn't listen to it. I need to go back and listen to it. But I saw that they had Derek Peth on the almost famous podcast And it said in the little line of, you know, the little trailer of what it was going to be about, it said like, and Derek gives us his um, firsthand experience of how Demi handles being told no. And that's just it. She does not like being told no. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it was so like, um, I don't know what the word is, but like whenever she was trying to get with Kenny and she was just like, oh, he's maybe thinking about going back to Mari so you want to go to the boom boom room like it was just so like juvenile like it kind of it shows like a bit of insecurity in her and it kind of makes me sad for her because I do feel like like she puts off this front but really she has this like emotional side where she gets vulnerable really quick like for sure even with Colton remember whenever she like told him that she like like was falling in love with him you know and then she just seemed like all sad it was like kind of similar to that so then she puts on this like mean front you know right and that's I think what bothers me so much because I think you're right I think that she is like you know it's 
it's an insecurity and it's a, it's something that like she you know needs to work on because it's like it's okay to be vulnerable there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that and you don't have to be a tough mean girl all the time you don't have to be the girl that's just there to stir the pot and hook up with guys mm-hmm. and then think that you know because of course there are some guys that are just about hooking up but a lot of guys it's like well we can't just have that I mean that's not a relationship you know like mm-hmm. I don't know and so and I was also kind of like surprised at the fact of like Mari how like you know Kenny went to the boom boom room with Demi but they got past it and she was just like I screwed up I like forced him into doing that and like now they're fine I'm like well that's kind of mature you know it's like she's not just like I'm never speaking to you again you slept with somebody else whenever I told you that I didn't want to be with you (laughs) yeah exactly so I don't know it has it has been a good season and did Demi go home yeah yeah she went home so I think that part of it too is like she's just young and she obviously the producers want her on the show because she makes great tv but it's like I don't know she goes she did she went from like being Mari's friend to then like you know making him a cake and going after Kenny and not really talking to him about it we're like I think Mari said on a podcast that she like had the idea about the birthday thing Oh. and like made the cake and or they got the cake and stuff but then I think producers were like hey Demi you should go give this to Kenny you know and so that's why Mari got so pissed was because she was like that was my idea yeah understandably and then whenever Mari always working like, yeah exactly and then when but and they know what show they're on right they know that the produce, producers do that stuff um but also like and then as soon as Mari starts to challenge Demi, she's just like, suck my, yeah, she's just so mean and does not like try to work on anything or like repair anything. She's just like, you suck. Bye. Like uh-huh. it's so immature. Mm-hmm. Um, where like, I would say it was weird. Like what Becca did with Thomas and to Tammy, but she went to Tammy and was like, look, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Like, you know, at least she told her and didn't just do it out of the blue. Right. But I don't know. It was, oh, and okay. I have one more thing that I wrote down, which I thought was kind of weird. And so like they give Natasha a pity rose, but not Jacinia. I was like, Jacinia basically had the same thing. We're like that douche that she was talking to, that other girl walks in, then they leave together. You know? Yeah. And then- I think the difference though, is that Chris actually was into Jacinia. Yeah. Um, but then he was just an idiot. And like, once the the better prize in his eyes came in he just started making out with her right in front of her whereas Piper I mean Brendan like drug along Natasha week to week yeah without even like being romantic with her or anything yeah like they were just like yeah he I think he was like very clear about and I think you're right that's the difference is he wasn't like just laying around the beach making out with her the entire time like they kissed one time or whatever um but it is kind of, you know, I see why um, Natasha's upset because she's like, okay, well, he said that y'all hung out two times. She says that they hung out 10 times. So which is it? And like being with her the night before he came and all that, all this stuff, it is just, it's a lot. And but, the fact um, that he said that she didn't have any other prospects on the beach. I think that also is that why they gave her a rose. Yeah, that was, that was mean. And like Piper was mean too, kind of about it where she was just like, look, I'm here for Brendan. I don't care. Bye. Yeah. And 
I get it. Like David Spade said, he's a 10. He's really hot. But like, don't treat people like that to be no. in a relationship with a hot guy. That's not cool. And again, I think some of that was they're just mad because everybody's coming after them and they kind of got busted. So they were just butthurt for mm-hmm. a minute and saying, you know, stuff. Because Natasha's beautiful. I'm like, yeah. she seems, and everybody like seems to love her on the beach. So I'm like, she must be a really nice person I don't know yeah. I just, but I did feel kind of bad for Jacinia. I was like well but you're right uh-huh. she whatever and then the other thing is like Kendall watching Serena and Joe fall in love I'm like that's too much like just leave I would just yeah, leave. I think I think she's about to at least it seems like in the previews or that she yeah it's too much like why would you I don't know why she didn't just leave like after you know if she talked to people she looks like she's maybe starting something with Ivan but like just I feel like she's kind of trying to tell a lie to herself that she maybe can move on while she's down there but really like seeing it's gonna end up catching up with her it's a lot and Joe and Serena are really cute I love I liked how like what did she when she was like I'm falling for you and he was like I'm falling for you too and she was like you are yeah that was so cute it was so cute like she was so surprised and you know I just they're just really cute and I think that like you said Marissa and Riley are really cute but it looks like somebody may be coming in to make a move on Marissa and oh I was really excited to see that doctor guy there I forgot his name uh Joe isn't no wait is that right Dr. Joe yeah it is Dr. Joe I really liked him and then it was it was funny how like um uh Natasha was like well I kind of had a thing with Brendan and as soon as it was like oh that's his boy he was like okay we gotta go (laughs) also let's talk about how big those margarita glasses were oh my gosh there were like bugs flying in them (laughs) (laughs) yeah for real I know it's 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 entertaining when does Michelle's season start do you know October 16th Ooh, okay so like a month not even a little bit of a, like a month-ish away so that's exciting yeah I think it'll be back to back like I think this one will end and then the next week hers will start at least it seems like oh okay which well, means we have like three-ish weeks left huh well and are they only gonna do one episode a week from now on because I was like I think so and I think it's gonna be on Tuesdays because I think dancing with the stars premieres soon that's correct thank you i remember that now that yeah dancing with the stars is on monday and then tuesdays but is it tuesday or tuesday wednesday i think it's just well i don't know i don't know it might be tuesday wednesday some weeks but also last thing i'll say did you see that they announced that the bachelor will be on michelle's season what they announced that the next Bachelor will be on Michelle's season. Oh, okay. I did not see that. There's even a spoiler at who they think it is. Which, really? Um, e! News posted that the next Bachelor's on her season. So that's not a spoiler, I don't think. But they, oh. they have shown who they think that it is now, too. Do any of the Instagrams have any information about it? I haven't looked Yeah, go to bachelornation.scoop or I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll try okay. to send it to you online. And so um, it's somebody that we don't know? Somebody that we don't know, if they're right, if they're right. If they're right, which I was still kind of holding out hope for the the dad from Katie's season. Yeah. Or um, who was, I'm like, I can't even remember. 
There were um, rumors of Peter Krause, which I thought you might. Oh, I would love Peter Krause. Oh my oh, god! And so there were hot. rumors of Tyler Cameron. Oh, because yeah, he just broke up with his girlfriend. But, but he's—I think he's too famous for The Bachelor now. Yeah, like, they've since said that the next Bachelor is on her season. So, huh? Unless they're well, just what trying if, to like Peter Krause like goes on Michelle's season. <sighs> I don't know. Wouldn't that be? I'm like, oh man, I would so hope for that. He probably like I would look, I would like think it would be so great, and then it probably wouldn't, you know, just because. But he's so hot. Oh my gosh, I remember him from Rachel season. I was like, wow, oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> the gap tooth smile and everything. Yeah. But anyways, well, yeah, I gotta go look at Instagram and see what the updates are because yes, wow, wow is all I can't believe that. I dropped that bomb on you and you hadn't for heard. Real, I know we haven't we haven't talked very much. Kelsey's been soups busy. Yes, but like, what do we think we might want to watch for next time? I have a suggestion, but I am okay if you don't want to do it because it's a scary movie. Okay. But there's a new scary movie out called Candyman. It's a remake of one that there used to be. Watch the trailer. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But do you have any other suggestions right now? I really don't. And I would say if we're going to go see a scary movie, though, I would probably prefer to meet you and go see it at the theater. Yes. Yes. If I was going to have to watch it at home by myself, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) I would be like, no, I don't want. (laughs) So if we do it, that's what we'll do. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. If it's one that you really want to see, um, and like, it would be fun to just go to the movies with you. So we can do that if that's what you want. Is it supposed to be good or? It is supposed to, well, it has decent reviews, but, um, I'll look and see if there's anything else interesting out. I just haven't really seen. I know it's not really, it's not really the right time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think the yard guys are here. So. (laughs) Okay. Well, are we done? I think we're done. <laughs> All right. Well, tell your dogs we said hi. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh.